Today is November 14th, 2023, and welcome to Read Through the New Testament. And I got my class here, and if you're in Nepal and listening to this, we want to send you your greetings. Okay, everyone say hi, Nepal. Hi. <laughs> say, Jameson, Nepal. All right, uh, we're going to start. Chase, why don't you read? We're reading Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 43, and then we'll read 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and 2. So go ahead. And when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a crowd, a great crowd gathered about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet. And implored him, earing, earnestly. earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he went with him, and a great crowd followed him that thronged about him. Verse 25, And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up And she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressed around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. While he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. They came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly, because the girl died. And when he had entered, he said to them, why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kumi, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl, uh, the girl got up and began walking for she was 12 years of age. And they were immediately overcome with amazement. And he strictly charged them that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat. Okay, now we're going to be reading in 1 Corinthians. We're going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and chapter 3. And these, these chapters are all about 
divisions, how they're divided with each other, just like chapter one was and chapters two and three are continuing with that. Okay, we're going to start. How about you read verses one through five? Okay. And when I came to you, brothers did not proclaim to the testimony of God with loathly speech of wisdom. For I decide to you nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And one, and, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in plausible, plausible words of wisdom, but in deep demon demonstration demonstration of the spirit and power so that your faith might not rest in wisdom of men but in the power of god super important passage there in terms of uh, preaching he says it didn't seem to be plausible or wise i just spoke to you about jesus him crucified people mock but yet it's the power of god it's what saves people okay verse six yet among the mature we do impart wisdom Although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away, but we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of of glory, but as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. These things... God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person, which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Notice how many times spirit was talked about Mm -hmm. in that section. Yeah, and you remember these in Corinth were worldly people. Mm -hmm. And he's going to talk about that right in the next chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now you are not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but he, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, God's building. Let's read this. Okay. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation. And someone else is building upon it. 
So first he's talking about planting. Someone else planted, then someone watered. God causes the growth. Now he's talking about a building. So like a master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test what sort of work each has done. If that work if the work that any has, anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer less, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. So, like, Paul laid the foundation, right? He mm-hmm. went first to mm-hmm. Corinth and preached the gospel and started the church. And then he left, and others have been building on that foundation that Paul laid. And some of them have really misled the people. Yep. And that's how right. churches, churches start someplace, and then other people continue on. And here we had people, false prophets <clears throat> coming in. We yeah. had people coming in. Uh, verse 16, key verse, ding, 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 ding. Yep, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? And that should have implications how you act. If God's spirit is in you, you should be holy and sanctified and walk in that way. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, which a lot of people in Corinth did, they were very well educated. Um, If anyone thinks he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is folly or foolish with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they are futile. So let no one boast in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours and you are Christ's and Christ is God's. All right. We got through our reading for today and um, we will see you guys tomorrow. Okay. Everyone say goodbye. Bye.